Knowledge is a moth. The moths are, in fact, the heralds, or better yet, the guardians of eternity. The moths carry a dust on their wings, a dark gold dust. That dust is the dust of knowledge. You look all serious with your fucking beard now. What the hell? Tired. The moths have been the intimate friends. What are y'all doing? And helpers. Dogs don't talk. Of sorcerers from time immemorial. Carlos Castaneda. Tales of power. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. My name is Clinton, and uh, it's come time for an update on the Devil's Creek. I'm holding in my hand at the moment a hard drive that contains almost a full day's worth of footage, interviews, B-roll, documentation of the mysterious land known as the Devil's Creek. Unfortunately, I can't go into much detail about the upcoming plans as one always has to be vigilant not to tip your hand to those who are in opposition of the story we have to tell. I can only say that, boy, is it going to be worth the wait. Thank you to all of you who have already contributed towards seeing this vision through to completion. And uh, we're putting together a teaser video that will undoubtedly leave you wanting more and which we plan to use to continue to secure funds for post-production. So I ask only that you continue to share and get the word out. I can just say this is going to be unlike anything you've come to expect in the genre, shall we say. Devilscreekfilm.com and on Facebook, other places. Of course, you can follow along with OK Talk, the podcast of note and record. Are you aware that the Bramford had rather an unpleasant reputation around the turn of the century? It's where the Trench sisters conducted their little dietary experiments and Keith Kennedy held his parties. The Trench sisters were two proper Victorian ladies. They cooked and ate several young children, including a niece. Adrian Mercato practiced witchcraft. He made quite a splash in the 90s by announcing that he'd conjured up the living devil. Apparently people believed him, so they attacked and nearly killed him in the lobby of the Bramford. You're joking. They called him Black Bramford. But hot. Awful things happen in every apartment house. Now, this house has a high incident on unpleasant happenings. In 59, a dead infant was found wrapped in newspaper in the basement. Uh, my opinion, of all these kids that come up missing, I really truly think that Bigfoot and aliens will take them. That's my opinion. I, I believe that. There's things out here, man, that can't be explained, you know? They use blood in their rituals, and the blood that has the most power is baby's blood. And they don't just use the blood, they use the flesh, too. Rosemary, for God's sake! Suddenly, right in front of me, the bushes separated, and a most horrendous creature came out. It was so outlandish, I was spellbound. Whatever was in front of me was not a human being. It was something not even remotely resembling one. Hairy, ultimately repulsive, 
Its body was dark and had coarse reddish hair. I could not see any legs, just the ugly, enormous head with teeth. The nose was flat and the nostrils were two enormous lateral holes. Horrifying as the thing was, its eyes were magnificent. They were like two mesmeric pools of inconceivable clarity. They had knowledge. What do you call such people, Doña Luz? She did not answer. I asked her if such people were called Diableros, and she answered that Diablero was one of the names given to them. Uh, all of a sudden, I felt like something was near me. Right. You know, kind of an eerie feeling. It, it was like a woman, only on her arm, on her hands and everything. It was like hair, like a real dark, almost black hair. Uh-huh. Like, like a horse. Like fur? Yeah, like a fur, like horse fur. Older than witches. Once I had some business in another town and got up before daybreak and saddled up a horse. As I was leaving, I came upon a dark shadow on the road which looked like a huge animal. My horse reared, throwing me off the saddle. I was pretty scared too, but it turned out to be the shadow of a woman who was walking to town. Then her arms, she had like a shawl, right? Wool shawl over her. And she scared you? She threatened and, you? Um, she didn't say anything, but she just kept staring, and then right. she opened up her shawl. And what was under there? And under it, there was hair on her body, like a So horse. she was hairy from head to toe? Yeah, it's and her her legs, and her, you could see right. How about her face? female, which is kind of like strange looking. A Diablero, they say, is a brujo who changes into any form he wants to adopt. <laughs> But everybody knows that it's pure bull. The old people here are full of stories about Diableros. So the following bit of audio is a teaser of sorts in and of itself. It's a look behind the curtain. This was recorded between Matt and myself shortly before he left to come home. After a long and eventful stretch in the land of Mordor. I want to point out, though I don't think I need to, Matt's demeanor here. Any of you can go back and listen to him before the trip, and then listen to him here, and I think you'll begin to understand that everything that I was telling you about that place, everything that you had heard, those stories, the emotion that follows long after you escape, it's real. It's, uh... Monday, 11.30 local time. Matthias, Clint. Yeah. Uh, sitting in the rental car. All of our compatriots have left the building. They've abandoned us all. <laughs> Matt's the lone survivor. And then I have uh, a little bit of time to pick up the pieces. My own fragility. We were heading to the airport after uh, we, we got into town, get our rental car mm -hmm. we're leaving the airport and headed to the location mm -hmm. there's a moment when I turned down the music and myself and you and three from the film crew and I said guys I know it sounds crazy 
but I can't stress this enough. This place that we're heading to is insane. And something crazy will happen. Yeah, I remember that. Your thoughts. My thoughts on that statement <laughs> at the time or my thoughts on that statement now? Both. Uh, I mean, at the time, I I understood where you were coming from. Um, I also thought there's going to be such a big crew there that it's... it's I, I couldn't figure out if something crazy were going to happen, where it was going to come from. Um, now, uh, that statement was absolutely 100% correct. And... I don't know what to think of it. I'm. St- I think we're still all kind of processing, and uh, you know the cookie is still crumbling, so to speak. And this story is not done by a long shot. The the weird thing is, just as last time, the trip, the investigation leads to more questions than uh-huh. answers. M- many more questions. As if we had any idea of the veracity of the Devil's Creek. There are monsters in those woods of varying kinds. Mm-hmm. That place affects hearts and minds. And I think preys on the worst of humanity or accentuates it brings out your most negative side in a way well, the Navajo have always believed the great horned owl is a devil bird the night witch you can hear him hoot for miles but he flies without making a sound with his wings and that gigantic shadow in the moonlight sure puts a scare into you can you see the alien bases on the moon David <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a wheel or something. Right. Whoa! That's crazy, dude. <laughs> Older than witches. Until you get up there, and until you actually experience it. Yeah, I don't know how to to process it right now. It is a wide range of emotions. And Both good and bad. First of all, there's the idea of validation. Many, many, many of the things that I experienced that made me feel isolated because I couldn't convey them, I got comfort out of seeing the same confusion and disorientation in people that I knew. Yeah. Because it validated the fact that that happened for me. Yeah. I think I'm going to end up coming across probably a little bit more loopy to the people that are there experiencing it because, again, I have experienced it. Right. And I was comfortable in knowing what was occurring. You were ready You were ready for it. And how often, we while were. we were there, was I saying, what did I tell you? This yeah. is the Devil's Creek. You tell people, like, hey, there's a witch in those woods. And then you go out into the woods and then the Blair Witch shows up and there she's leaving sticks in front of you. And you experience it for the first time. I'm like, hey, remember I told you there was a witch, in the wo- a yep. witch out here and she's going to do this stuff. No matter how many times I tell someone 
I can't make you know that experience. No. And I got a very, a very big taste of it, but I feel like there's, I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit like an iceberg, right? You see the, you see the tip, but there's so much more going on underneath. Never fails to disappoint and it never ceases to frighten the most ardent of skeptics and even those who are intent on seeking fear will wither we just need a cold blast the old rabbit scream or you know pig dying or something the baby cried Where's the baby? Where is it? Dead. In the wrong position. I don't believe you. You're both lying. You're lying! It didn't die! You took it! You're lying! You're witches! Make no mistake about it, it's a horror story. It's a very real and very tangible place that both defines and defies the concept of monsters. The thing about it is, even having gone through it, I still don't fully understand the, fully understand everything that happened and why. I have, I have ideas, but man, again, it's one of those things where it takes people, it takes faces you know, and contorts them into, I'm going to pull up here to this. Yeah, good idea. Passenger loading zone. We are breaking the law right now. <laughs> and you know. Live towing in progress. And yet we are as safe as we've been. <laughs> Oh, I've never felt more comfortable. <laughs> right. Dude, I, I'm I'm telling you, like, we were walking. We're in Seattle right now. We were walking last night to this bar, and it took us, like, half an hour to get there. And I don't know anything about this town. I don't know where, where the, you know, where the good, <laughs> the safe parts are and the not safe parts or anything like that. We're just walking. We're just going wherever the, the GPS tells us to go. And I've still felt completely content because I'm like, thank you. God, we're out of that place. Right. Right. And I slept fine last night, and it was... it was Right. It, this could not have been... I needed this before I got home. If I had just gone straight home from the madness, I don't know where I'd be. What's the definition of creepy? Yeah. The ambiguity of fear. Right. And you really don't know. There's this trust level that you have that's inherent. Yeah. Especially in something that was as laid out as this weekend. Yeah. And, and then as it starts to like fall and you start to see the turn, what's scary is thinking back now and then you start to put together like what could have happened, what might have happened, what did happen that we didn't see. Yeah. I will tell you this. That's why kept a certain vigil because I knew 
I, I mean, I didn't know where and I didn't know from what or whom danger was coming from. But something was out there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and I, I also knew that there was no way that you guys were going to ever get it until it, there was going to be some sort of a reveal. And it revealed itself mm-hmm. in ways. And yet the confusion that it creates in your mind where you're just not expecting it to come. It's a sucker punch. Dude. It's a, yes, it's it a, is. It's a sucker punch. And it, and it hits you the same way. And it's, it's like, I had no idea that was coming. I had no idea that's, that's the direction it was coming from. Things are not as they seem. Never. I've been trying to explain to people that you have, you have no idea how much further we're going to have to go to get it out. The story that we went up there with is fascinating. The story that this is going to end up providing is already better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's obviously more updates to come. We've got a lot of work to do. But I'll tell you this. There's never been a group of people that are more committed to telling this story than us. I can promise you that. And continue to fight for new jobs and new opportunity and new security for the middle class. Wow. Oh, Lord, my God. Have you forsaken this once? Are you blubbering again? Eternal life, and all you can do with it is stuff your face and cry. That magic box lies. Somebody, somebody in there. They just said that 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 Negro is the president of the United States. I voted for him twice. We've also had black secretaries of state, Supreme Court justices, and even the poet laureate. Lies. You know, you've got a lot to learn. Oh, God, help me. Let's take a walk in the woods. It's just right up here. You see that place where the forest goes black. And the road becomes a tunnel. The same rules don't apply up there. I got spooked out again for the first time. What? What? Come on then. That felt fucking real too. It got weird down there. Acting like a bitch. It's my mountain, ho. Let us show you what it means to dance with what some natives refer to as the devil.
you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. What are you talking about? Guy's eyes are normal. What have you done to him, you maniac? Satan is his father, not Guy. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Satan is his father, and his name is Adrian. He shall overthrow the mighty and lay waste their temples. He shall redeem the despised and wreak vengeance in the name of the burned and the tortured. Hail Adrian! Hail Adrian! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! you out of all the world, out of all the women in the whole world. He chose you. He arranged things because he wanted you to be the mother of his only living son. His power is stronger than stronger. Hail, his might shall last longer than longer. Hail, Satan! No! It can't be! No! Oh, look at his hands. And his feet. Oh, God! God is dead! Hail Satan! Satan lives! The year is one! I just don't work on Bigfoot. I work on a lot of other stuff, too, that encounters with the sources of Bigfoot. Uh, maybe we're working in that fifth dimension. Uh, the fifth dimension, or fourth or third dimension. I'm not too far knowing which which one it would be, but still, we're in the fifth dimension. Yeah. And, and, I, and like he's talking about UFOs and all that stuff, that's interesting and everything like that, you know. I like to mess with that stuff, but I'm 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 interested in Bigfoot. That's the only thing I'm interested in out there. It's all out there. I mean, Dallas might be interested in all kinds of stuff. I don't know, but that's his business and his right. But the only thing I'm interested in basically out there is Bigfoot. That's all I care about there. Everything walks with Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and pardon me. I do to use the word Sasquatch because they would rather be called that instead of Bigfoot. They think Bigfoot's mockery to them, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't care about the, what I call the so-called little people. And all. I, don't, I don't really believe that myself. But. Won't be back no more. Further down the road, baby. 
You read just what you sow. But that's alright. I want you to know. One market don't stop my show. I help you, baby. You couldn't help yourself. Now you're on your feast. You're helping somebody else. But that's all right. I want you to know. One market don't stop on sunny shore. Yourself. Now you're on your feet. You're helping somebody else. I got to tell you, but that's all right. I want you to know. One market don't stop my show. Like a road out of in, but that's all right. I want you to know one market don't stop on sunny shore. You say you're leaving, this is your last go round. But I'll find me somebody, baby, before the sun go down. But that's all right. I want you to know. Don't stop, oh, sunny show. 